Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, Heart of Healthcare listeners. This is your host, Hallie Tecco. And this is the very last episode we will be doing for the year. It is actually episode 99. So we will hit episode 100 in early 2024. I have a quick ask of you for the holidays. All I want is a five-star review from you of the Heart of Healthcare podcast. Getting more reviews helps the show grow and be seen by more folks in the app store. So please leave us a review. Thank you so much. Today, I wanted to share a little bit about the work that I've been doing and some of the resources that I've been creating if you work or are looking to work in digital health. When I ventured into this space in 2010, there were no guides and most of the old guard was not very helpful and they certainly were not friendly. There were a few people who actively made things harder for me, including one reporter who would write things like how I was unprofessional for wearing jeans to a healthcare conference. But that's how it was. It was discouraging at times, but was it enough to make me quit? No, not by a long shot. Anyhow, I vowed that when I would be the old guard, I wouldn't be a jerk. And now I am the old guard. And I believed this then, and I still believe it now, but healthcare needs all the talent we can get. And scaring people away is not helpful. Yes, I was probably too optimistic when I started. It was probably annoying to some people who had been working in the space and who were simply tired. Change takes time, and patience isn't just a virtue in healthcare, it is a prerequisite. I will admit that some days it feels like we are stuck in a perpetual spin cycle, going round and round, but getting nowhere. Despite spending a record 20% of GDP on healthcare, despite tens of billions being poured into digital health and biotech innovation, despite the massive sacrifices made by our healthcare workers, we are going backwards. Our life expectancy continues to decline in the U.S. And some say that the kids of today will be the first generation to have shorter lifespans than their parents. But I refuse to let the slow pace dampen my optimism that we can improve our healthcare system because every now and then we get a glimmer of something that truly moves the needle, something that could change lives. And that, 
my friends, is worth all the spinning in the world. What we are doing here in digital health is bigger than us. We are not just creating apps and building databases. We are reshaping the landscape of healthcare. And we need all the brain power we can get, all hands on deck. So here's my pledge. I might be part of the old guard now, but I'm not going to be doing any gatekeeping, trash talking, or negative nancying that has occurred in our space. I'm going to be the kind of healthcare veteran I wish I had when I started out. I'm going to keep the door open and the kettle on for anyone who wants to step into this field. No matter where the next game changer comes from, I will be here cheering from the sidelines and always ready to lend a hand. Because the truth is, the old guard title isn't just a way to show off my tenure in the industry, which I'm very proud of. It's a call to action for all of us who've been around for a while. It's a reminder to be a torchbearer, a mentor, and a champion for all those bright, brave folks willing to join us on this whirlwind journey through digital health. So to them, we say, welcome. We're glad you're here. You are the ones that are going to shape the future of our healthcare system. You will be the ones to speak up and question the status quo. It won't be easy. And some people probably won't be nice, but our healthcare system is broken and it is up to us to fix it. Okay, so stepping off my podium for a second, I wanted to share what I've been up to this year. Earlier this year, I started writing a thousand words a day. And for the most part, I've actually done that. Uh, one purpose of doing that was putting all of these learnings in my brain out there into the world. If something that I've learned can help someone else save time, that's great. <laughs> Another reason to do that was to see if I liked writing enough to write a book. And I now have the answer to that question, which I will tell you in a bit. But I wanted to just quickly share some of the top performing blog posts of the year this is my first year blogging, which is crazy. Um, we, we're getting like 20, 30, even 40K views per month. So I know that this content is resonating with folks and it really encourages me to do more of it. I find that writing is easier than podcasting. Uh, it certainly takes more time, but it is easier for people to read a blog post than listen to a podcast. So while Heart of Healthcare is going nowhere, I do hope to continue sharing blog posts that will help people navigate digital health. So here are the top blog posts and their big takeaways. Coming in fifth place is my article, So You Want to Work in Digital Health. This piece really encapsulates what I just stated about welcoming people to the space. It's a guide that includes how to find a job in the space, how to do diligence on a company before accepting an offer, and getting up to speed on digital health, including my list of recommended newsletters, podcasts, and reports. The fourth most popular article this year was, these are the investors you should know if you're fundraising for your healthcare startups. I often get asked by healthcare founders, which investors should I talk to, which led to this list of 
I think, over 50 investors that I personally recommend talking to for your startup. I have it broken down into healthcare-specific investors, as well as tech investors who get healthcare. Okay, coming in third place, similarly, is an overview and directory of corporate venture capital, CVC, and healthcare. And this post talks about how corporate VCs work, if you should take their money or not, and a list of 75 strategic healthcare investors broken down into healthcare systems, insurance companies, pharma, device, and others with VC arms. Coming in second place is the many roles at a venture fund and how to land them. And I say it's ironic that I wrote this piece because when I tried getting a job in BC in business school, no one would hire me. So I started Rock Health and I went from having zero VC experience to co-running a fund and learning everything along the way. This piece talks about all the various roles at a VC from intern to analyst, associate principal, how they are compensated, average salary, median carry, and I also talk about how to snag these roles. There was also a follow-up to this blog post where I shared specific stories of folks at kind of every level and how they were, how they came to VC. And the number one blog post of the year was 10 Healthcare Startup Cautionary Tales That Aren't Theranos, where I share stories of 10 companies that made big mistakes, some honest mistakes, and some more nefarious. This was so popular, I actually wrote a follow-up with five more, and I have a draft of part three that I promise I will get up at some point. So you can read all of these articles and more. In fact, 46 articles I've written this year at hallieteco.com. Just go to the blog section. I will link to that in show notes. So to answer the question from earlier, am I going to write a book? Here's what I'm thinking. Yes, I think I'm going to try to write a book next year. Um, I'm thinking something like the Bible for starting a digital health company. Am I the best one to write this? I I don't know, probably not, but am I willing to write it? Yes, I am. Um, and will I need your help? Double yes. I will be reaching out to awesome leaders in the space to help share their perspective. I like to pull together just the brightest minds who've been through it all to share their key learnings. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this idea for a book. What would be helpful? What hasn't been done yet? I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I want to write something serviceable. So please send me a note on my website, hallieteco.com, or tweet at me and let me know what you think would be helpful. If you have any tips like agents or publishers I should talk to, I am all ears. This is my first time doing this. And I'm nervous slash excited, but we'll only do it with your help. So with that, I wish you and your family and your pets a very peaceful, relaxing holiday and a happy new year. I will see you for our 100th episode in 2024. Thank you so much for being a listener. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Heart of Healthcare. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. The Heart of Healthcare is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our host is Hallie Tecco. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscriptnot.com. That's media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com. <laughs>